Welcome to the Tortoise Ecofin Quick Take Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we provide timely updates on the market. Hello, I am Tortoise Senior Portfolio Manager Rob Dummel with this month's Tortoise Quick Take Podcast. The month has come to an end. October is notorious for delivering tricks and treats to investors in the stock market. This year was more about tricks as the S&P 500 declined by 2.1%. The broad energy sector, as represented by the S&P Energy Index, declined by 6%. One small treat came from the energy infrastructure sector, as represented by the Alarian Midstream Index, which declined by less than a half of a percent. The stock market continues to be spooked by the rise in interest rates. During October, the 10-year Treasury yield hit a 16-year high. The 10-year ended the month at 4.9%, the highest rate since July of 2007. Historically, energy infrastructure stocks outperformed during periods of rising rates. The 10-year has increased by almost 4.5% from a low of a half percent in March of 2020. During this period, energy infrastructure stocks have returned over 20% on an annualized basis, compared to an S&P 500 annualized return near 10%. U.S. oil prices started the month around $89 per barrel. When Hamas attacked Israel on October 7th, Oil prices temporarily rose to $90 per barrel, but then fell by the end of the month to around $81 per barrel. As we think about oil prices, $80 is the starting point based on current supply and demand. Any dollar above 80 represents a geopolitical risk premium. So current oil prices at approximately $81 per barrel are reflecting a minimal amount of geopolitical risk. There are several underlying conflicts ongoing in the Middle East right now. So it is possible that oil prices could temporarily spike should current tensions escalate as global oil inventories are below historical norms. In the U.S., the EIA reported that U.S. oil production reached a record high of 13.2 million barrels per day, surpassing the previous peak in February of 2020. What is not getting enough attention is that the U.S. is producing record levels of crude oil with 25% less rigs than when the last peak was reached. So how is this happening? Well, oil producers have quietly improved drilling efficiencies based on improved data and better technology. As an example, oil producers are now drilling three-mile long laterals in many shale basins. It wasn't that long ago when one-mile lateral wells was a huge technological feat. On the natural gas front, every other year, the Potential Gas Committee releases its potential supply of natural gas in the United States. This year's report was unveiled at an event sponsored by the American Gas Association, indicating a future gas supply of 3,978 trillion cubic feet, which is 3.6% higher than the 2020 report, and the highest reported level on record. For reference, current U.S. production is approximately 36 trillion cubic feet per year. Based on this report, the U.S. would have approximately 111 years of supply of natural gas. Another reason to love the long-term potential for for U.S. natural gas infrastructure. To finish up, October saw the return of the mega-merger to the energy sector, and the first was announced by ExxonMobil. Exxon offered to buy Pioneer Natural Resources in an all-stock transaction valued at almost $60 billion. Pioneer was an early adopter of U.S. shale technology, becoming the largest independent producer in the Permian Basin. Pioneer put the Permian on the map, leading the way in development of the Permian Basin into one of the most essential oil regions in the world. Pioneer was highly coveted, given its low drilling cost and its size. 
Exxon can now unleash one of the most sophisticated engineering teams on a large asset footprint that can lead to more innovation and increased production growth. In our view, the key takeaways from this deal are as follows. First, Exxon could buy any energy asset in the entire world, and it chose Permian Basin oil. Second, this deal indicates that oil demand is going to be around for a while, and the Permian Basin is going to be really important to keeping the global oil market supplied. As the Saudi oil minister recently stated, Exxon didn't spend $60 billion to buy stranded assets. We only need to wait 11 days for the next mega merger in the energy space to be announced. This time, Chevron announced plans to acquire Hess Corporation in an all-stock transaction valued at $53 billion. Hess Corporation was founded in 1933, but this transaction will end the Hess legacy in the energy sector. The Hess 30% non-operating interest in a massive oil project off the coast of Guyana was the crown jewel of the transaction. Ironically, Exxon is the operator of this project. So once closed, the Hess transaction diversifies Chevron's production regions, adding the Bakken and previously mentioned Guyana to Chevron's asset footprint that includes the highest growth oil producing regions outside of the Middle East. The natural question is, what is the next mega merger in the energy space? Exxon and Chevron will both be busy closing and integrating these mergers, so they will likely stay on the sidelines for a while. However, several integrated oil and gas producers, as well as independent oil and gas producers, could join forces in the coming year. Related to the energy infrastructure sector, we don't expect announcements of mega-mergers like this that are happening in the oil and gas sector. Thanks for listening, and have a great day. Thank you for joining us, and stay tuned for our next episode. Have topics you want covered or other feedback to share? Write us at info at Nothing contained in this communication constitutes tax, legal, or investment advice. Investors must consult their tax advisor or legal counsel for advice and information concerning their particular situation. This podcast contains certain statements that may include forward-looking statements. All statements other than statements of historical fact included herein are forward-looking statements. Although we believe that the expectations reflected in these forward-looking statements are reasonable, they do involve assumptions, risks, and uncertainties, and these expectations may prove to be incorrect. Actual events could differ materially from those anticipated in these forward-looking statements as a result of a variety of factors. You should not place undue reliance on these forward-looking statements. This podcast reflects our views and opinions as of the date herein, which are subject to change at any time based on market and other conditions. We disclaim any responsibility to update these views. These views should not be relied on as investment advice or an indication of trading intention. Discussion or analysis of any specific company-related news or investment sectors are meant primarily as a result of recent newsworthy events surrounding those companies or by way of providing updates on certain sectors of the market. Through our family of registered investment advisors, we provide investment advice to related funds and others that includes investment into those sectors or companies discussed in these podcasts. As a result, we stand to beneficially profit from any rise in value from many of the companies mentioned herein, including companies within the investment sectors broadly discussed.